Ladies and gentlemen, around the world, this is Gavina T.K. Kirkland. You're listening to the T.K. Kirkland Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the T.K. Kirkland Podcast. Shout out to my man, Charlemagne the Guy, um, executive producer of my show from The Breakfast Club. We've been doing this now, ladies and gentlemen, over five years, if I'm not mistaken, going on episode 367 or 370. And what's so great about my shows is that I talk about real-life situations. And met this young man really back in 2021. We were supposed to do some business together. And I, um, the things didn't go through. We we followed back up, got some things going. We're doing a big show in in Maryland, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we'll talk about that towards the end of the show I'm on the night on this podcast, um, February twenty second, twenty third. But when we rekindle, he said, "TK, I had death in my family," and he explained to me that his brother committed suicide over a female that did him wrong. And you guys know, especially you young kids know. For years, I've been telling y'all how you have to stay strong and can't let no female knock you up your square and vice versa. Because I know you ladies out there, when it's not about you or we think you're trying to put, we, you think we're trying to put you down, we're not. It's just that this is a a man's conversation, and I'm a man, and I try to be a leader for young men, young grown men, and really women too. So. He's going to take the moment to share some of this stuff, and we're going to talk about it in a few minutes. I'm not going to hop on it because he just buried his brother. And just let the world, because what's so great about the show, fam, people listen to this thing from Las Vegas, Nevada, to Australia, to Japan, to Ghana, to Paris, France. That's how powerful the show is. And what's so great about the show, there's no video, there's no names mentioned so people could feel safe saying what they need to say without someone criticizing them or saying something. And that's what makes the show so amazing. So if you don't mind, can you explain to us what happened so we could probably save somebody's life one day? Yeah, without question. Without question. And I really appreciate you. I thank uh, the creator for allowing me to have this opportunity to be above the ground and communicate. Hopefully I can drop a jewel or two that can help somebody have insight or even clarity um, on some very serious issues that affect um, us, particularly as black men, but men in general, as well as women, too, because I don't think all women are hip to what they do and the consequences of what they do. And men not not understanding that you need to learn a little bit more about yourself, simultaneously learning a little bit more about the opposite sex, and what makes it tick, what makes it move, what makes it do what it do, so that when these things come up in your circumstances and situations, you're not thrown off. You just understand the nature of it. Like, I'm going to give you an example. If a dog tries to talk, you're going to be like, that's not a dog because a dog doesn't talk. Mm -hmm. But you understand that if if, if a dog talks, then something is wrong because it's out of its nature. This is what happens to a lot of people. We're acting other than ourselves and simultaneously destroying one another because Mm -hmm. we're we're out of sync. We're out of sync with our soul, 
we're out of sync with our mind, and we're out of sync with our spirit. And at the same time, we're influenced by so many different things that are basically competing with us for identity of ourselves. So we take on identities all the time, and we just reflect them, right. not realizing that we're causing harm to each other and ourselves simultaneously. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, so now, so what pretty, pretty much also happened with your brother? Like, what led All right, to well, let me explain this to you. My brother uh, married young, found a young lady in college. Um, mm-hmm. She was a beautiful young lady at the time. They both seemed like they were headed the same direction. And they really didn't know the uh, uh, the gravity of marrying young, having sex young, and making all these long-term commitments without ever really introspecting on who they are. They didn't have proper guidance. So, you know, a lot of people that don't have proper mentors, moms and pops don't talk that real talk, aunties yeah. don't talk that real talk. But yet at the same time, you're horny. You're young and horny. Right. So you want to have sex. So somebody says, well, you know, if you want to do that, you got to commit to me. You got to make me an honest woman. You got to pull me into this bond and you don't even understand the fullest of that commitment so you get it you get involved with somebody it's almost like i use the analogy that you find somebody who has a left leg and their right leg is broke you have a right leg that's good and your left leg is broke so y'all tie the right and left leg together and y'all limp through life together that's what people Mm -hmm. try to do but nobody even sit down and says what could I do to fix myself first before I make this commitment? So that being said, my sister-in-law and my brother did the thing early in their life because they was horny. They was on right. college, and they did it, and bam, my niece was, my, uh, my niece was born. So okay. now they go through their changes. He swore to God he found heaven on earth. Um, as a young black as a young black man, he felt it was cool enough for him to say that my lady is so smart, she got my whole future planned out. Wow. He gave her so much power over him that he felt like she was qualified to direct his life. Now, I'm not saying she was or she wasn't, but how the hell is she doing that? She got to direct her own damn life. So right. he thought because she was pretty, she had nice hair. She probably had big old breasts. I don't think so. That's my sister-in-law. I don't want to talk about it like that. But she had probably right. had big old breasts, big old ass, and he felt like, God damn it, she, I found heaven. But what he didn't understand uh-huh. is that she had issues. And her issues didn't show up because at that time when you're horny, you're not looking for the real person. You're looking for the ass. Right. And a young, sure. a lot of young, yeah, a lot of young brothers don't even understand that, there's a lot more that makes up a person, a woman, other than their head, butt, and guts. Yes. So what he did is, as a as a result of that, they went and limped through life, had the kids and everything. What came out as time went on was that she was a very bitter, misguided person. Mm. And what she did was she started to do things that, he didn't clearly understand and didn't have the ability to step away from because he was emotionally tied to and had children with her. Right. So after a while, he went, like I said, and then what he did as a result of that 
he decided, which a lot of young men do, I'm going to the army. So I'm going to take my family away. We ain't being raised in the ghetto. I'm leaving. Okay. So he did it. And then what he did is, as a result of that, when he came home, somehow my brother wasn't the same. He just wasn't the same. And they just started tearing at each other, man. They started tearing at each other. And he was a gentle giant, but his spirit was to the point where he trusted her so much that when she would do wrong things, it would hurt him, and he would try to hurt himself. He blamed himself for things that was not his fault. Wow. And in the end, basically what he did was, rather than seek help, seek guidance, or even have a spiritual guide guide or a mentor, he felt the only solution was to take his life. And that's what happened. He, He basically killed himself. Were they still together? Um, they were together, but they were not together, meaning that physically they were together because they needed each other to survive. They couldn't survive independently of one another, but they were estranged from each other. And as a result of them hurting each other over the years, and I'm going to give you one piece of it, my brother, through the course of his 40-year uh, relationship, he never cheated on his wife. Okay. But But she cheated a few times. Right, and that hurts certain men. And like even to the point where she recover. cheated. Yeah, she cheated even with a woman. Wow. And got so deep, what he told me was that she was basically saying she wanted to be with the fucking guy she cheated with, and she didn't want him no more. So that was another emotional crush to him. Mm-hmm. That just took him down into a level of depression. That being said, I'm not trying to blame her. Because I do believe that people learn and deal with different things. But it all stems from him not really understanding or getting the proper guidance on making such a long-term commitment with somebody he probably should have never been committed to in the beginning. Wow, that's so – man, when when I hear you say that, you got to be a certain kind of man. you got to be so strong. First, to deal with someone, your girl cheating with you with another man, but then yes, to sir. cheat with another woman. And yes, sir. It, 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 you really got to take you to like, another I level I, I, because I don't, you, I don't know if you could be mentally prepared for that. I mean, you deal with it, but it can make a person snap. Impossible because you know what? A lot of young men, black and white, but I would pick on my black brothers because I'm here to save us. We put our self-worth in how a woman perceives us. Explain. Meaning that we don't think much of ourselves, so we look for validation through a sister's acceptance or rejection of us. And Mm -hmm. oftentimes, she compares you to everybody else she's been with or the ones that she wants to get with. That's true. And if you don't measure up, you get crushed. That's what I used to say that, Man, ain't no man, unless it was rape, a man can't get to a woman unless she allow him to. Mm-hmm. You've been trying to talk to women all your life, and when the ones that don't want you, they cut you off quickly. You'll be like, damn, I thought I That's had true. So she controls access to the sex, to the, uh, 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 to the uh, instrument of which you want to uh, mate with. So, so, And that's a horrible feeling. Ah, isn't it, brother? 
I, I know some guys, and they laugh, a female who be rationing out the pussy. I'm like, who the fuck gets married to deal with that? Nobody, who but see, you got to understand, if sex is used as a tool, then yeah. it will be used to supplant you and to control you. Because today's women, I hate to say it, are not our great-grandmothers, are not our grandmothers are not even our aunties. Today's woman has adapted the feminist idea of control a man through his urges. Control His desire to want our pussy is his doom. Yeah. And you can't tell a young man don't want to go after that sex because that's what he wants. That's what he wants. Only to find out later that's not what he needed. Yeah. There's a difference between what you want and what you need. Because they go hard for it now, boy. I know it was crazy when we was growing up, but now they don't even stop to think. Like, they don't even want to have a job. They don't want to have nothing. And and, and they're dating anything. So, TK, like, you know what the, you know? Now they're dating ahead, anybody to have sex. They're dating anybody to have sex. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Of course. But guess what? Today, the woman has learned how to remember before when you had sex with a woman when you was younger, she'd be emotionally attached to you, that'd be your girl, y'all thick and thin. That but is today so today these sisters have adapted this philosophy that if I screw more than ten guys by the time I'm twenty, twenty uh forty by the time I'm four twenty five, fifty to hundred before she's emotionally detached. So sex does not carry the emotional power that it used to have when we were younger when sisters didn't have too many partners. Right, it's true. So she's learned, women have learned how to kill the emotional attachment to the man who's fucking them. Mm-hmm. While at the same time, we think, and think about this, we have so, black, men in general, but black men in particular, have such low self-esteem that we don't even think we're worth the sex that women give us, meaning... When a woman sucks your dick or she gives you pussy, most men don't even feel like they're worthy of it. So when they get it, they think, oh, she must be a freak because she don't just like me. She got to so be true. doing this with everybody. And we carry those insecurities into arguments and all this instead of realizing that, yo, you're the prize. You're the one that she needs to help her support herself, to build right. a house, to do all the other things. There isn't a, hey, listen, I love women. But I got to say this to women. You know, fucking thing you have on this earth right now that a man ain't built That's or create. True. Talking about you leading and you equal, but we created every damn thing. And we sustain the society because that's our role. Not better than you, but that's our role. Right. And that's the problem. Now, with feminism, she's stepping into, you know, look, you never see too many men wanting to be a woman. But why all these women want to be men? Oh, yeah, this shit is sad, man. It's crazy, bro. It's sad what's going on out here. I, you got some women tougher than niggas. This shit is crazy. And then they're adapting the masculine mentality to protect themselves because, just to be honest, they are the quote-unquote weaker sex, but not as a weak in terms of a, a lower, but that's your role. You can't be a man. You shouldn't want to be one. You know, but the problem I is... I totally agree. I don't get it. I don't get it because why do you want to be a man? 
We are created equal, but not equally. Yep, we all got man. five hands. We got arms, legs, head. But I'll be damned if a vagina, a heart, a uterus is the same thing as a penis. Absolutely not. And this this uh. is this is connected to a whole lot of other stuff. This is not just isolated to men and women. This is a society thing. This is a cultural thing. This goes back to emasculation. Because let's go up to the part where all of a sudden now they want more men to be more feminine. I mean, it's a whole yeah. it's connected to a whole lot of different stuff, and it's like a, yeah. a paradox, and we're caught in it. Yes, sir. Yeah, I was reading something about that last night. Like it's so bad that the scientists are saying that the government has put stuff in the water, in the food, and that's why. Um, men are younger men even more now. Erectile dysfunction is at its highest level. Gotta be, bro. Because look, a couple of years ago, TK, they was injecting hormones into the food to the point where young men started developing breast. Yep, they talked about that as well. Fat, a whole lot of extra fat around your belly that you can't seem to get rid of, and you don't even know how pretty much how it started and it came and it wouldn't go nowhere. Right. Oh, they've done yeah. it. Believe me, bro. This is bigger than us in the community. Yeah, and that's... We're the, like the lab same, rats or something. <laughs> the, yeah, the same things that are making erectile dysfunction is the same things that are making men feminine and making of women course. men. Because guess like what? They're can, attacking our testosterone levels. Yes, they're doing uh, whatever got to do with the chemicals in the body. They have found the way to manipulate it. Of course, because guess what? I used to go ahead. Let me tell you something. I used to do uh, a research with Purdue. You know, Purdue chicken. Mm Mm-hmm. Bruh, the way I seen chickens grow within a two to three week period from a little chick to a full gone goddamn uh, bird, those are nothing but chemicals. Wow. And that's big. I mean, it's it's like national, glo- global type situation. It's through the foods, bro. The food is what's messing up all of our chemistry. It's sad, you know, and, man. And, it's, like, and it's simultaneously it's, affecting relationships. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. I I think I'm much older than you. And yes, sir. I have no answers, fam. Oh, you know why you don't have no answers? It's just like black people's preconceived destiny or position in society is not to produce shit, but to work, make money, and consume. Mm-hmm. Every time that we ever try to do shit, Rosewood, build a town here, they destroy it. But they definitely want us to take our money and spend it with them. Right. Give everybody, everybody in the country opportunities to build businesses and everything. But when it comes to us, we don't have jack shit. We got to start from the bottom and usually fail. We have nothing but a culture and a history of failing at business, but other cultures and nationalities get a step up from our own system. It's crazy, yeah, man. True. Look yeah, at these people being bust into other, country, other states right now, and they're getting all kind of benefits to come in yeah, the country true, true. and work. They're yeah, doing it again. True. And I can and look, I can bring it back to my man Martin Luther King. Remember, he said, "I can't believe this." While we're talking here, they're giving land grants to foreigners. 
Yeah. These are speeches that are out there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's and, being and done it's, all over again. All over again. I've got a couple of female friends who live in Seattle, Africans. They've been here maybe 20-something years. Gorgeous as hell. And yeah, they said, bro. When, we came, when they said when we came here, they told me, my parents, don't mess with the blacks. And they black. Hey, bro. And, and look, this you mentioned something about... Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Speak on, brother. Everything is against us, and it destroys us in so many ways. I'm going to tell you how really bad shit is. People don't pay attention sure. to it. The African culture is so, I'm going to use the word, fucked up, is that we celebrate St. Patrick's Day, and we're not even fucking Irish. Hey, nah, not at all, we brother. We so not fucked at all, up man. that we would celebrate Cinco de Mayo and actually go have a good time. But you don't see no other race celebrating Black History Month. You know why, brother? Because when you are stripped of knowledge of yourself, yeah. culture, your history, your name, your God, all of the other stuff that we heard back in the 60s, yeah. you have a tendency to mimic other people. Right. So you see a black person or an African-American person get among Chinese people. You start talking Chinese. You see them <laughs> around Jamaican people. Niggas start talking Jamaican. You right. see him around Asian people. I mean, you see him around Spanish people. He starts, aquí, aquí, starts speaking Spanish. Because we don't have a sense of self. Yes. Going back to the relationship thing you started again, why in the hell are you being allowed to do grown-up stuff and you're not ready? That's right. Because it's like parents are having children, but they're not talking to their kids. They're not, bro. And look, and that's because really... If you think about it, back in the 60s and the 50s, a lot of young people, remember, there was a time when a girl could be 13 and have a baby. It wasn't illegal. Right, true. You know, and just talking, to being honest with you, my brother was born when my mother was 13 years old, and this is in Harlem, New York. Wow. So that was that was what was going on. Remember, you know, that's that's the way it was. So so kids are are, are marrying and dating kids. Now, here we are years later, oh, okay, it's illegal. But yet, why is it that young ladies are 18, 19, 20 years old, and they're not even mentally capable of handling children or even finishing school? They should not. Yo, society is so <laughs> uneducated that even social media, see, we had, we got all the other stuff with the hormones, right? Yes, sir. But then they also got us with the social media. And oh, the people bro. don't see how they have gotten destroyed, bro. Listen, I don't, media. I don't, I don't want to quote him, but I got to give him his props. Kanye said, "The gram got you, bitch." Mm-hmm. That was key. Yes. He's trying to tell you, man, whether you know it or not, people are being fed self destruction through the internet. So, you look uh, at our poor sisters. You can't turn on a damn feed without seeing some pussy in them ass print or so some true. back shots. That's yep. unheard of. You don't see unheard no other of. cultures. Well, other cultures do it now, but that doesn't mean we got to do it. Right. Yeah, it's a, it's a big thing now. Oh, it's bigger than bigger. Yeah. You be, yeah, and, like, I don't ever sat down like and realized. Have you, have you ever wondered, where they women at? Because I swear to God, I don't see them. I say the same shit, too. <laughs> I say the same damn thing. 
Yeah, but they're there, brother, and everybody's pulled into it. Now, the thing is, is that somebody said this back in the 60s. I don't want to quote any names because I want to get all into that type of stuff. But somebody mm-hmm. said that the Caucasian is your natural enemy. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand that, man. I didn't understand that. But then I started thinking about it. Has he ever really, in four hundred five, four to 500 years, have he ever done or produced anything that is in your benefit? And you can honestly oh, say hell no. no. You can honestly say no. And I don't and this ain't even got nothing to do with race. Has right. he, everything that we've done is to support his rise and his control over us. Mm-hmm. But in all honesty, every time we start talking about fixing us, helping us reparations on oh, you niggas crazy. We ain't doing that. Right. Oh, yeah, he's, definitely. He's never corrected the wrong, because really all of this stems, and they'll try to play you like you're crazy, but all of this stems from the wrongs that were done that were never corrected. Right. And that's not money, not only money, it's through education, through the rapes, through the emasculations, through yeah. the separation of families, to the point where none of us, the average one of us can't tell our family tree past 30 to 40 years. Absolutely. And you said in the and beginning, it, and it does Africans, make a difference. Of course, it, it makes the biggest difference because self-knowledge yeah. is what holds you together when you're going through your trials and tribulations. Right. Because we're folded. I'm going to give you some physics. You In a plane, most of us drive plane, or ride planes, there's 15 cubic inches of pressure that comes from the cabin to the to the the hood or to the the inside cabin to the outside. From the outside, there's air that's pushing against, and that's what keeps the cabin from crushing. Okay. Well, if you don't have knowledge of self, sure, sure. Hold on, hold on. Come on. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, I was just saying that you have 15 pounds of pressure coming in in from the inside of the cabin up against the hood of it, and then you have 15 cubic pounds of pressure coming from the air against the plane. That's what keeps it from crushing. So if you walk around here without knowledge of yourself, don't know who you are, well, damn, you're being crushed all over the place. You know, and the the worst thing that ever happened to us recently was the transformation of conscious hip-hop and entertainment into bling-bling, get money, you know, um, 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 the, the, the gangster stuff that was pushed on us. Mm-hmm. They use that as such a tool to direct, misdirect the la- the next three, four, five, or ten generations, and we see an effects of it now in twenty twenty four, from shit that happened in the nineties, and you realize now, damn that, and along with the crack, with the with the with the beer, with the drinking, with the alcohol, with the reefer, or now it's called weed or whatever, you know, right. I mean, we have been totally destroyed indirectly. Yes, systemically, and these people have developed policies to do it, and it looks like their hands are innocent and clean, but yet they have literally systemically attempted to destroy us. And one of the points I'm going to make before I move on is that there was something that, I mean, you ever heard of Jager Hoover? Yes, absolutely. There was something he said back in the days, and it really sticks with me when he said that they fear the rise of a black messiah among black people that can organize right. and group us together. And everybody, you know, browses over like that. That was simple, but that was a very serious man. 
Yes, it was. And if he said that he fears the rise of a black messiah, only messiahs come from God bless people. Mm-hmm. And if they fear the rise of one, that means they have an interest in killing and destroying that entity. Right. And it don't necessarily mean a person. It could be a group of people, but they don't want the rise. No, they know. That's key, bro, to all that we're talking about. Because even with my sister, my brother situation, it all represents self-destruction of the black family. And without our families, we're done, bro. Everybody out here thinking individually like they getting it, that shit is total destruction. And you, I think I heard you say, or, or one of the other comedians say, that if you can't instruct or guide a woman, you can't protect her. That's so true. And that's the last thing our black women are doing today. They ain't listening to us about nothing. Oh, yeah, nothing. absolutely, absolutely. They're not Man, listening to crazy. us about nothing. <laughs> no, nothing, 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 <laughs> nothing. <laughs> And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, listen, this young man took time out of his schedule. Let me give you a shout-out to real quick what's going on in my world. Um, This Friday, Saturday, Sunday in Cleveland, Ohio, ladies and gentlemen, come check me out, the world-famous, new and improved Funny Bone in Cleveland, Ohio. Get your tickets, two shows Saturday, two shows Sunday. No, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday, two shows Sunday. And then we out. And then you come check me out in um, Las Vegas, Nevada at the Super Bowl, ladies and gentlemen. Um, just check the NFL alumni website. I'm having my first live podcast in Las Vegas, Nevada. Also, check me out. This is going to be a crazy week. I fly back from Cleveland on the 5th. I'm performing in Vegas on the 8th. Make sure you check my Instagram page. Because right now I don't know where the hell I'm performing at. Then on the eighth I fly to Indianapolis. Me and the great Scarface is doing a show on February the ninth. Fly back on the tenth that morning. Do my podcast. Hit the Super Bowl on the eleventh. Then fly out on the twelfth to New York City to do Salsa Confego with my man Rob Stapleton. Then Chicago that. Thursday, the 15th through the 17th at Riddle's Comedy Club in Chicago, Illinois. And then we circle back to my man who's on the phone. So take them where we're going to be at on the 23rd, my man. All right. Where we're going to be is we're going to be at the House of Comedy in PG County, Maryland. And uh, we're going to be uh, doing our thing on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday That's, uh, from the 26th through the 29th. And we're going to bring the brother in with some love, and we're going to promote it, and we're going to get people in there, and we're going to blow the roof off the mother. Yeah, let's do our thing, family. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the T.K. Kirkland Podcast. I hope you watched the game. Shout out to Kansas City for doing their thing. Uh, It was an amazing, amazing game. And shout out to right now, it looks like the Detroit Lions might beat San Francisco, but if, if Detroit gets to that Super Bowl, it will be like no other because I know the players is coming from Detroit. But to all my Detroit fans, leave the minks at home. 
<laughs> so we're wearing them like damn that. minks up here in, in, in Vegas. I'll tell you right now, y'all got to come up with some new shit now. You can't wear them, 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 them mink coats in Vegas. Ladies and gentlemen, to TK Kirk, the podcast. I hit you tomorrow, family. Set them on that deal. Done deal, man. Peace. Have a good night. Okay, you too, family. Come spend the night with me. I'll take you to ecstasy. Men, let's face it. As we get older, our bodies change. The largest percentage of men over the age of 40 suffer from some type of erectile dysfunction. ED. Guys, don't let Ed creep into your bed. Discover Bedroom Therapy by TK Kirkland. Not just a bunch of pills to take, but a natural way to regain stamina and put the spark back in your love life. Bedroom Therapy by TK Kirkland. Now at Bedroom Therapy by TK Kirkland. And yes, ladies, we thought of you too. We offer the Honey Pack, a safe, natural way for you to decrease hot flashes and increase your libido. Bedroom Therapy by TK Kirkland. At Bedroom Therapy by tkkirkland.com log on today for special offers and discounts that's bedroom therapy by tkkirkland.com bedroom therapy by tkkirkland.com bedroom therapy made for him thinking of her make sure you follow tk kirkland on instagram at tk underscore kirkland for more information about upcoming events and more visit www.officialtkkirkland.com this episode of the T.K. Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.